everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Gucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 61, Gadgets. Need them or leave them? That is an excellent question. This episode is sponsored by Audible.com. We partnered with Audible.com because they agreed to give our listeners, you, a 30-day free trial on over 180,000 audiobooks and titles. Our listeners get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail. Again, 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and that's at audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail. So go get your free do- free audiobook. On this episode, you'll get to vote on the top seven wackiest outdoor gadgets, determining their worth. In the spirit of summer, whether it's hiking, backpacking, kayaking, or car camping, we share with you gadgets that make you say, what? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and really, uh, we want to thank uh, Geeks Life. Uh, Geeks Life uh, contacted us and said, hey, we're doing this video on uh, outdoor gadgets and we want your opinion. Um, send us some crazy gadgets. And so I knew two of them right off the cuff and so we sent them to them and so we're going to include those two in our podcast uh but they did a whole video on it and it it was some of them are Are some of them are pretty crazy (laughs) so we're going to give you guys a chance after listening to all the gadgets we uh describe we're going to give you guys a chance then to go back to our site and uh, vote comment which ones would you leave which ones would you ditch which ones would you be like oh my god i need this I, I, I've got to yeah, have it. There's actually one that I kind of. There's one I definitely want to try. So I'm not a gadget gal. I definitely have no relation whatsoever to Inspector Gadget. Like none, whatsoever. Right. I just it's like right. it's like you know how you know how like people are like I don't have a green thumb. I can't garden. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like that with gadgets. I don't know how to use gadgets. Right. Right. Like I need simplicity. I need basic. I need the less buttons to push, the better. You sh- I mean, you should. I mean, you've seen me with a TV remote. Oh, that's true. I can't even that function with a, with a remote control. And I'm kind of like the opposite. I love gadgets. You know, it's yeah. like I will buy a gadget for the fact if it had, if it says gadget on the box, I'll buy it. I don't yeah. even know what it does. <laughs> I know it, it's going to take two AA batteries, and I'm good. I'm like it's got a lot of buttons on it. I push them. I don't know what they're doing, but they say it's going to better my life. Right. <laughs> and they're going to have, then they say I'm going to have fun doing it. Yeah. See, I think those are complete contradictions to themselves because bettering your life, in my opinion, most gadgets have more work involved to get to an end result when you could just do the end result or just have bare basics. So this is a really fun episode for us to do together because Scott and I have very op- opposing opinions about uh, right. gadgets in general. Right. Like, you know, we're we're backpackers by nature. We tend to go very simplistic, very basic. The less components, the better. But we don't always go backpacking. We go car camping. We yeah. go kayaking. We. We, we do a lot like of different amenities. outdoor activities. So, and then every once in a while, we'll go car camping, 
And I mean, we'll load it up. I mean, we just embarrassingly, embarrassingly <laughs> load it up. And so, you know, every once in a while, and then sometimes we'll we'll go with friends. We'll bring people to our favorite lake, our favorite quiet spot. We know a lot of you know, and and sometimes they've never gone camping before. So yeah, we bring we bring some stuff so they feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, and it's don't don't get me wrong, it's it's fun to load up the car. With oh, like it's a blast! All these non-essentials, right? Yeah. Because our life is so based on essentials that when you throw in a gadget here or there, despite me not being able to figure out how it works, it's fun. It's fun to use it. It's it's fun to play around with that. And, and, and that's what this episode is about, is playing around with these odd, wacky ideas. And, you know, are, are they practical? Are they useful? Right, right. And that's why we picked these weird ones. Yeah. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be fun, you guys. We absolutely. cannot wait to hear your vote. Okay, so let's get into our first our first gadget. All right. Our first gadget comes from a Kickstarter program. I like it. That the reason I liked it because they had an incredibly hilarious video. Okay, yeah. I mean the video alone makes you kind of intrigued. Very intrigued. By it. And and the video is I would say 70% of the video does have has nothing to do with the product and it which does is why fit it's so fun. it does fit into our multi-use gear scenario that we we're always telling hey good gear that you can multi-use gear that you can multi-use is good gear that's what we say and so this kind of fits in it also fits in because we are obsessed with coffee in the morning obsessed with coffee obsessed is an understatement <laughs> so yeah or addicted maybe i don't know i'm not um, really sure so our first our first gadget is the loom coffee grinder that is very small it's very portable it yields high quality grounds that is a, a specific way to grind coffee beans and they well, have a patent it, pending. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a consistency in the grind versus like a, a choppy grind. And so you're getting irregularity in the grind size. Thus, you have an irregularity in taste. Right. It's pretty much the right. general gist. But when I saw the video, I'm like, okay, so half of the video isn't even talking about the product, which I just thought was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very sarcastic. It's very sarcastic. <laughs> so I really was intrigued by the video. Um, and by the way, everything that we talk about, all the, all the gadgets, they're all going to be linked on the podcast page. So if you want to look at any of these, watch the video, they all have links on our podcast page. Um, but yeah, so so at the end of the video, they're like, and this is this is how you grind coffee. This is why you grind coffee this way. This is why you want to get the taste out of your coffee. And it's pretty educational. And then they go, and by the way, it's also 150 lumen light. So it's a it's, <laughs> it's a grinder awesome. and a light. <laughs> which I just thought it's like and at the video it says, We are a coffee we are a coffee grinder and light, but mostly a grinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this product is I mean, it's very basic. It's just a coffee grinder, but it's 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 charged off of uh, it's rechargeable. Yep. So uh -huh, it's got a rechargeable battery in there. Uh, yeah, now, absolutely. I wonder how much it takes to recharge it. You know, I mean, the grind itself, it's pretty powerful. That takes a lot. Of, right. Yeah. It takes a lot of amp hours. Is that the right Term? Well, it takes a lot of <laughs> voltage and amps, right? You're, you're, yeah, you're pretty close. I'm, I'm within the vicinity. Yeah. But 
So, but it's I, easy. It's portable. That's why I was kind of attracted to it because it's small. It's portable, and they have a specific way to grind coffee. So if you're going out in the backcountry or you're camping, your car camping, and you want a really nice, freshly brewed coffee that you grind yourself, rev up the grinder and make a lot of noise in the campground. And you need to go <laughs> to the bathroom at night, and it's dark out. You can use your coffee grinder and use the light. To see where you're going. It's I just, a, it's a multi-use piece of gear. So leave it or love it. You know, like what I'm do you in think? the I'm I'm in the I'm in the middle fence. Do you there need it or do you leave it? I leave it only because because it I seems take like it. A, I would if I was on a camping trip. And it's that portable, it's that how, lightweight, I'd bring it. I mean, you have to think, how many light hours are you going to get versus how many grinds are you going to get before you have to recharge it again? And so you... Well, on a freshly brewed cup of coffee, I'm, I'm okay, having three cups of coffee. I sure. actually might take it on a kayaking trip in the winter. Right. That true. would be cool. True. That could I be true. I don't know why, because you have less daylight, you have more time to fiddle. Yep. Or actually, that would be opposite because in the morning time, you actually lose. You want to get out on the water well, earlier. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it's it's simple. It You know, you're going to bring a bag of coffee. I'll you're going to measure it. it out. I will try it. And, sure. you know, you bring like, let's say uh, enough beans to make, you know, six cups, six cups of coffee. You know, maybe a couple of days worth of coffee and boom. And, you know, it is it, it you can multi-use it as a, as a light, <laughs> which I think cracks me up. Again, multi-use your gear, folks. <laughs> so you get to vote on that first one. Are you leaving it or are you bringing it? That's that's the question. I'm okay. going to throw it in the camping bin and possibly use it once a year. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Here's, here's the second one, which is... I, I know what I'm going to vote with, but I, but I I get it. I totally get it. You guys have probably seen this product out there. This is the GoSun Sport Pro Pack Portable Solar Cooker. Okay? You can... This thing will get up to like, you know, 500... Oh, it, gets hot. it gets hot. It definitely cooks. You can cook raw meat in 45 minutes when it is when you've got pure sun out there you know but yeah. that's the thing you know you're cooking you know if you're going to use a solar cooker you know and you're going to cook meat you better have full sun out there <laughs> i mean that's how i would look at it you know yeah ah, is that meat cooked i don't know i don't know i like my i'm i like my meat rare right. so i i might actually use it in you know less sunny conditions so you can get, uh, they've got the Ghost Sun Brew also uh, that, that says you can boil up to 14 ounces of liquid. Um, it, you, it says you can cook a meal in as little as 20 minutes, uh, reaching temperatures of about 550 degrees uh, in full sunlight. And it says light clouds on the radar, no problem. It says that even on a cloudy day, it's capturing ultraviolet light and it's holding its heat. Um, we saw we watched a video on this. Um, you can watch a video, and again, I'll have a link on uh, on this on our um, on our podcast page. But it's pretty big. Yeah, see, that's uh, we did see it rolled up, attached to a backpack. Um, 
but the food you would have to also carry them if you're gonna it, i don't even ever it, seen it this taking all this in the backcountry car camping yes but when you're car camping you're gonna see, be in the woods see, and you're gonna be in the shade when i go car camping i'm not gonna want to pull out a large device here here's my biggest issue with this with this gadget is there's too many components to put together to create a unit to be able to cook from whereas you can light up a fire get the same results and you have i mean who doesn't love the smell of a campfire when you're car camping so why eliminate that aspect and do some tubular so this thing is is it's it's an elongated very thin elongated tube and it you know it's all based off of you know it's a it's a solar capacity it's like an, it's, it's, like an it's exactly it's a what tube. it is and it's very odd looking and it's not just about it's odd looking but you have to chop things into smaller bits where this just takes a lot of preparation, a lot of organization, well, a in, lot of components. If to you're put into together. shish kebabs, it would be a great shish kebabs but would work. But, that, but but you're very limited into for what me you're cook. aluminum foil and a campfire, and I am in heaven versus having to put this thing together. It just doesn't fit with nature. The whole aspect of it doesn't well, fit into nature for me. Well, I think my, I think it, I think for like off the grid living. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I would do it if I. I think it's a product that you definitely want to take a look at. Absolutely. But for camping, for anything else, most of the time you're going to be in the shade. Unless you're in the desert, then maybe you've got an argument there. But for the most part, you know, or. You're way up high in the mountains and you're and you're skiing. You know, you've got like a lot of you've got a lot of sun, you're high up, it's cold, and you need that solar heat to to you know, to heat stuff. But I'm still the 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 information was really they didn't really go into a lot of like, okay, well, what's the temperature variance in winter, summer, spring, fall, things like that. Well, you also Which makes me think it's more of an off the grid type product. And I, and I would agree with you 100% on that. For off-the-grid living, I would consider using it because it's, while it's portable, it just doesn't make logical sense for it to be a portable device in which you have to break down, set up, and then the way in which you have to place your items for cooking, it's like whether it's 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 meat, it's potatoes, it's whatever it takes way too many elements to prepare it to the size in which you need be hard to make soup and you can't do your basic grains or your soups it just doesn't it doesn't make any logical sense well it only weighs it weighs it only weighs seven and a half pounds so it's relatively light but it is big um it is like a, carrying a big tube around um i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say off the grid living um definitely take a look at it um, but Unless I would leave it. My I vote would, is that I would leave it at home. Yeah. I would leave I it would at home. I would too. But if anybody out there has one and wants to invite us on a camping trip, I'm more than willing to, oh, yeah, to, absolutely. to partake in yeah, the absolutely. festivities. Absolutely. I mean, it's cool. It's, it looks cool. I just don't think it's practical for... An you outdoor know what, use scenario well, I'll tell you unless what, you're but I'll tell you where stagnant. It is, but I'll tell you where it is useful at. It's useful in countries that don't have, 
you know, natural gas, propane, and they they want to cook and they have no other means. So solar cooking in that aspect, thumbs up, absolutely. It's a, and and that would be a product that you definitely want to that you want to utilize and you know and and it and is. offer that type of technology to you know countries that you know just don't have simple propane. I would say it's probably one of the most compactable solar cookers I've seen out there. Yeah. So I would give it two thumbs up yeah. on that remark. Ab- absolutely. Okay. Ab- absolutely. I'm, I'm still leaving it. Well, I think it's a good product, but... I'm leaving but, it in my backyard. But for I'm most practical red. uses, unless you, you know, and, and unless you are in another country that that technology isn't available, then right. solar is definitely the way to go. Um, where it was probably, uh, I would probably say it was invented out uh, in a, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, solar's come a long way, but I see a lot of solar technology being, you know, people have been using that for a long, much, much, right. much longer than the U.S. has. Um, the next product, and I know everybody has heard of this gadget before, it's the BioLite Camp Stove. It's the wood-burning and USB charger. So it's a wood-burning stove that you get going and you put your twigs and your your wood in there it burns it creates heat which creates energy which creates electricity that you can plug in and charge your iPhone while you are cooking um, so again it's in our list of gear that you can multi-use um, leave it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, why what I don't see okay well my my biggest here's the thing if i'm going to charge my phone i don't want to have to work to charge my phone just plug it into a usb charger and we're all good like you know your portable charger leave it behind go do whatever you need to do what the what the thing is is it doesn't make any sense wood burning stoves to me in a capacity for backpacking purposes um they just don't make sense to me they don't, they're, it's fun. A campfire is fun, but you take a campfire and put it onto this like very minuscule basis of like, well, let's throw some twigs in a fire to get my stuff cooking. Logical, it makes sense. That's what you do around a campfire. But it just, it's- Well, but, but the thing is, okay, so let me play the devil's advocate here. Let's say you're in a remote cabin. You're gonna be there for a week, right? Yeah. You have no other way to charge your portable device at all. Your iPhone, anything that takes a USB, right? Nothing. So you bring your BioLite, right? Yeah. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, for even if you don't use it for cooking, it's got a uh, twenty, it's got a uh, twenty six hundred amp uh, minute uh, uh, battery recharger in there. So you can recharge the battery while just burning. It's creating electricity. I think it creates like three watts of electricity. So you're recharging the battery to recharge your phone. And I mean, and it's natural. You're, all you're doing is collecting uh, twigs and uh, and getting a little um, fire going. What do you think? 
<laughs> but for what purpose? To recharge your phone. <laughs> you well, may see. Okay, okay. Here's my thing. Then why is my phone so important to me if I'm off in the middle of nowhere? You use it to take photographs with. I well, I could collect this beautiful, collect like this beautiful <laughs> wildlife um, moment that happens. And you're like, oh my god, get me my phone, and your battery is dead, and then you go. Oh, if I only had the BioLite. <laughs> I just, I don't see the. I could have charged my phone last night <laughs> by by shoving like small well, little I sticks. Mean, it I, again, I think it's got practical uses for you know I, I for guess other for, me, for for other things. I think my if, phone is not the most important aspect of what I need. I, but if I don't have my phone then more power to me i'm actually being one in the moment i'm i'm being witness to what i'm seeing and i'm being aware if i'm so concerned about my phone that i actually have to get a a, a wood burning stove lit and continue to the duration of what i need my phone for then shame on me for being on my phone out there yeah but for maybe for um i mean i'm all here here's the thing i'm a huge advocate for um using our natural fuels that we have you know solar wood to create energy i'm i'm completely for that i think for most uh purposes some of these um some of these gadgets probably would not be for mainstream but again let's now let's use it for off the grid living living. yeah boom it's got a, a totally different application for me so absolutely i mean i could totally see you know, like when we're in the airstream, you know, every time that we use our battery, that's one amp hour, you know, to charge our phone when we could use something like the BioLite and heat water and charge our phone at the same time and not use any of the batteries that are supplying our DC power. So at that point, I'm going to have to say you I'm actually bringing might, it. You might actually be winning me over on the potential for the BioLite. Maybe. You might, might be, but the potential. So I'm going to put it in, I'm going to bring it, but it's it's going to be in a practical situation where I need it. You know what I mean? I probably wouldn't take it on a camping trip. Probably wouldn't take it, I probably wouldn't take it on a backpacking trip. Wouldn't take it on a camping trip. I But I would use it for off the grid living. And I probably may use it um, when we're mobile in the in the Airstream. I think at that point, you're saving fuel by using your natural by using wood all right okay there we go it's coming along i think i want her over mm. i'm still I'll, I'll i'll wait for biolite to to send me one and test i still like out. i still like cooking <laughs> over the campfire i do too um, and again you know like if solar is is becoming so uh readily available and you know cheap you're going to have a lot longer charging time on solar than you would a wood burning stove anyway you know true, what i mean true, true. and you can definitely create three watts of electricity with solar that's that's no that's no problem okay so the the next one is really cool i love this product it i i it's crazy to me but i definitely see some practical applications on it it is a uh uh cassis grill you cook on it, it's a grill but it's biodegradable you throw it away after you use it okay so this is probably it's the crazy. most exciting 
it's it's probably the wackiest one that I've seen out there on, on different levels. It's made of bamboo, lava stone, and cardboard. And it and it clips together, like it clips together in this like old fashioned way. It reminds me and and I'm sorry men out there, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, when you had paper dolls and you had to like you know, you kinda had to pop them out, you know, from their perforation in the in the book, right? And you and you put together these paper dolls and you clipped them together and gave them a little shirts and pants and accessories. I'm, I'm, but, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's so basic. It's so, it's so basic that it takes the gadget part out of it for me. It brings it back to like Lego pieces. It's, right. it's so basic. Like you put it together. It's just like this clip and mold. It's, it's really a cool concept. Yeah, it's got the slots. You just match the slots. It's almost kind of like an or, like origami type project, a little bit, but but it's sort of cut We're out for you a little bit. Yeah. But that's what it looks like. You know, again, I've got the link. You can watch the video on the um, on the on the podcast post. Um, but it's really cool. So the thing that makes it biodegradable because it's made out of cardboard. It's made out of bamboo. Um, the lava rocks actually fall apart and disintegrate. And then the base that the lava rocks sit in also disintegrates. So everything, when you throw this thing away, it's going to biodegrade. And that's one of the cool things about the grill. Now, on the video that we watched, they're cooking steaks. They're cooking uh, hot dogs. They're cooking... Um, I mean, they're cooking all, like shish kebabs. They're cooking everything. And the practical purpose I see with this thing is that it does fit in your backpack. Okay, you can once it's you're once you're done, you can carry it out. So you're practicing leave no trace. You then, when you get to where you're going, you can throw it away, and it's environmentally safe. But the practical place I see this is on the ski slopes, man. You know, when you're up, you're going to be out there all day. You're high in elevation. And guess what? You're not, there's there's not, there's not readily available, you know, a hot dog stand or a restaurant or someplace you can catch a quick <laughs> snack, you know. But wherever you go, you can pull this thing out. You know, you, you can bring, uh, you know, even, a, even if you defrost some meat, you put some frozen meat in a baggie or something, wait a whole day, and then you cook it at night. But you can grill out. And it's pretty portable, and you don't have to worry about anything. It's portable, but it's still, it's still bulky, and it's—I mean, it still has excess packaging on top of it. But you know, if you if you think about how long does it take to break down cardboard, like how long does it take to biodegrade, and it's only like three months, generally speaking. Now I don't know about well, all the other aspects of this. Well, but. here's the thing. It's, it's like for, for that camping trip that you are going to be, um, I would say you're, you're going to be in an area that you're not going to be able to get a fire going. Okay? Like okay. you cannot get a campfire going. Okay. To me, that means winter. And that means probably snow, alpine. That means like cross-country ski trip. Yep. You know, like you're going to be in the Bozeman, Montana. You're going to be up there. You're going to be in the Canadian Rockies. And let's say you're, or if you're snowmobiling, you know, if you're going to, um, which is huge in the uh, UP of Michigan, uh, it, I would see things like that where you're going to set up camp and you're like, hey, I brought some steaks. Boom. You know, I mean, and you can grill out some steaks and have a pretty good, you know, like 
feel good at home. Oh, absolutely. A so, little glamping uh, on a winter oh, uh, on a winter trip. So I definitely view this product as a very glamping aspect, uh, sort of thing. But I also see it extremely practical, and I do like the fact that it is made of material that is you know eco-friendly it's it's made of material that is biodegradable and it's intended to fully break down um very very rapidly and it's all designed like that um i also like the fact that it it's a flameless grill yeah no yeah no flame there's i I love that aspect of it so it's flameless and it just offers heat and it gives you i believe they said about 80 minutes to be able to grill yep and i and i think that's really cool now you can't overload it and i'm sure it takes a long time to do because there aren't any flames but i love the concept of this because it's so simple it takes away the gadget aspect or feeling of it and it it is by far something that i am going to take i'm going to use i'm probably going to do it a couple times I think I'd get tired of using it after a while. But you know the thing but, is, but but think of it this way: as as outdoor as outdoor guides, you know, one of the, the first thing I thought of is that, you know, when I took that ice climbing uh, class and we went up to uh, we went up to that would have um, been useful rather than your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh yeah, but no, but you know, <laughs> but at base camp. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're sitting at base camp. You've got a whole night to go through. You get up early in the morning before your climb. You're going you're gonna to be gone all day. You know, you're going to be gone all day. So, like, the night before your climb at base camp, oh, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, here's some, like, you know, hot brats or, you know, like, here's a, you know, small steak, whatever you want to cook or a steaming baked potato. I mean, at that point, as an outdoor guide for a small group of people, absolutely, I think it's a great product i love the handmade feel of it i love the build of it i love the design and i love there's so many things that i do love about this product hands down we're getting one we're going to try it out i love yeah. this thing. oh absolutely I, love this I, thing. I see a lot of practical uses but i see again i think it's a winter product for places for times you just cannot get a campfire you're not going to get a campfire going or even in a situation where you know you're going to be in in a rainforest and you know wood dry wood is just not going to be available to you you know it's just not going to be available to you moisture would start to break down that cardboard pretty it, quick. it would but not for the first <laughs> time but like i'm talking about like you know like you set up camp you know you've got maybe a canopy yeah. or something like that you know uh for very sure very cool so. very interesting product so our next interesting pro- build our next product isn't really a gadget we wanted to throw this in because we just find this hysterically funny because we both um, have a personal experience. I have a personal attached. experience with it. So one of the <laughs> things that we we would totally recommend bringing that is not a a leave. It's a bring for sure. We we bring it on every trip, whether it's camping, backpacking, kayaking. It doesn't make any difference where we go. We bring it, and that is glow in the dark or reflective rope. Um, usually it comes in 50 feet. You usually can buy it at REI or any of your outdoor uh, local outdoor outfitters. Um, but you'd be surprised on how many people forget that. And 
it's definitely a great product. We'll put you a link on there and it'll send you to Amazon. You can look at it. Um, but the reflective or glow in the dark rope is a must. There's nothing <laughs> like losing your food bag in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty devastating, actually. Yeah. We <laughs> we we had taken some people out to um, uh, the Big Frog Wilderness in Tennessee. And we had we had sent a, kind of a, I would say, newbie um, out to hang the food bags. And so it, was, it was sunset. It was getting dark. And she's like, okay. So she hung it. She did a great job. And she wanted to show everybody where the food bags were. But we were all scattering around and doing our thing. And people were no, scattering and everything no else. Paying no attention. one's paying attention. And she's like, she's like, guys, seriously, you got to come. It's getting dark. You've got, I don't want to walk away from these food bags. I need someone to help me spot these food bags. Because if I walk away, I may not be able to find them again. Well, <laughs> it got dark. She left and nobody could find these food bags. So it took us about, I don't know, like 30 minutes walking around the woods yeah, trying it, to find these food bags. And it happened to us on another trip and in which we... I couldn't find the food bag. We we knew where it was. We knew where we hung it. We knew how to get to it. But yet, it's so quickly how disoriented you can become when every tree looks identical. Right, yeah, And absolutely. you're like, was I a little to the left or the right? I can't right, remember. And right. you're exhausted. And out of personal experience, it's a non-negotiable brain. No, yeah, you got to bring it. You got <laughs> to bring it. The awesome thing, too, is that, um, you know, you guys know by now we sleep on a tarp. And sometimes we don't have trees to hang our tarp. And sometimes we have to use our hiking poles. At that instance, using that reflective cord or the glow-in-the-dark cord, um, you, we tie it around our hiking poles. And we can see where we're walking because there's nothing worse than walking into your tent line. Uh, when you take down half your tent or tarp, you trip, you fall, and it's yeah, it sucks out there. So um, the only time that won't work is if you don't if you forget your headlamp. So yeah. that's the only time. But the, they do make the glow in the dark uh, rope. I will put a link um, on that so you can kind of take a look at that. Uh, but a absolutely, that's not really a gadget. But yet. I saw that and I'm like, we got to throw that in there. It's my type of gadget. Yeah, it's right. It's got no buttons. <laughs> it's a non-gadget. It's no button gadget. <laughs> um, so the other gadget, and I don't know if this is considered a gadget, but it's kind of maybe, um, a, it's, it's been around in the market for a couple of years. It's the uh, Deck Shell Ultralight Waterproof Sock. So... We don't believe in w waterproof unless it's, you know, a certain type of rubber material. But we we may we may take a look at these deck shell waterproof ultralight socks. Um, it seems to me that the sock works best in cold weather. Yeah, and so it's interesting on this particular product. I am interested about the you know, the, the rating in which it can withstand. Um, 
Right. But but this product does seem to eliminate the aspect of trench foot, which it, I like the concept because of. It, because it's got a layering system. So it's exactly. got the cotton layering system inside, and then it's got the nylon uh, material on the outside. So it's got a it's it kind of has its own layering system. So it's going to keep your foot warm. But is it breathable enough? That's the thing. So here's the biggest catch with this. If this would be used, if this particular waterproof sock would be used in a situation in which you were hiking or doing a, you know, a long endurance of activity, the sweat buildup on the inside would just be as detrimental as, well, I mean, it's still going to form the blisters. It's still going to, you know, you're still going to have this like moisture buildup. So I'm, I'm curious about that aspect. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they've got some know, membrane, uh, the Perel membrane that they say it's breathable. not breathable. That's not going to create that. Um, if you guys have, if anybody out there has used the Dexshell Ultralight waterproof socks, definitely comment on this post. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, send us a comment. You can send an email. Um, we're gonna go. We're we're gonna order them. We're gonna go gear test that. I'm curious about them. I've I've never. To me, I've got to feel like a little uh, freedom in my step a little bit. I don't know if it would make my foot a little claustrophobic. Maybe because um, I you know I hike in sandals, so um, I, I I don't know. But yeah. in the winter time, uh, in especially in late fall. Uh, especially in the slushy winter, and we have a lot of them out here in the south, I might be able to see that. I definitely might be able to see that. So we're really interested in that in that product for well, sure. So when I went kayaking, I would wear, in the wintertime, I would wear um, neoprene socks. You know, it's just kind of the whole gig. So I did uh, a paddleboarding trip in November, and it was... It was on the Buffalo, National Buffalo River in Arkansas. I did a paddleboarding trip and I wore neoprene socks for it because it was in late November. It was cold, it was about 30 degrees outside um, and the water temperatures were pretty low as well. And I hated the feel of it because it was so tight on my foot. Right. It was useful. I mean, I obviously needed it. I needed the grip. I needed the the warmth. I needed the, you know, the ability to keep my feet, you know, somewhat dry. But even that didn't fully keep my foot dry. And it was so tight. So I wonder if this sock would be an answer to that problem. And because of the layering system, it might be. It because of the be. cotton inside, it, yeah. it, it might be. So so to be determined. So do be, but we're totally interested in that. And I think that might be a uh, a piece of gear that we're gonna do a follow-up uh, video on or, uh, or, or possibly podcast on because I, I think it's a very interesting technology um, and that's that's one of the things you know I love about the the time that we're living in now is because technology is really really um, making available some really cool stuff um, especially in the reusable energy you know the the biolite the, um, the 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 biodegradable grill it's just a really really cool interesting mm -hmm. stuff that's coming out and um, you know waterproof socks uh, uh, and I could definitely see that for kayaking uh, absolutely yeah, yeah. you know 
Um, Takes the bulk, bulk out of things. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so our last gadget, and this is a way, this is way out there, folks. I almost want to apologize for this, but, <laughs> but I put it out there because it's so ridiculously absurd. Absurd, but yet I looked at the video, and there was something about the the the. Um, well, I don't believe if I brought this to a beach, I I would attract people. Maybe, maybe um, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe some people that wanted me to blend them a drink. But this gadget is this <laughs> gadget is called the coolest cooler. You've probably seen it before. Um, it's a built-in. It's a cooler. Okay, it's a cooler. So you throw ice in there. You throw your your whatever drinks in there. Uh, beer, wine, soda, makes no difference. It's a cooler. It's a regular cooler. Um, but it's got a built-in ice-crushing blender with a 20-volt rechargeable battery that you can take the ice out of your cooler then and make a cocktail with or a smoothie or whatever. I mean, you could you could have a whole cooler with a fruit and make, <laughs> and make smoothies, I guess. Um, um, it's it's a, it's splash-proof. And you get a, a spl- Bluetooth proof. Isn't a cooler splash? Well, well, the the uh, the speaker, the Bluetooth speaker oh, is yeah. is splash uh, proof that you can uh, hook your iPhone to, and you can play tunes with the speaker that's built into the. There's also in the cooler. a USB port. Of course, there is. <laughs> Because while you're making cocktails, you can, or a smoothie, you can charge, your, charge phone. your phone. You know, it's so funny. Everybody wants to charge your phone. You yeah, know, the we, live light, this, like, we live in this world in which you must charge your yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. But don't charge your phone the normal way. Charge your phone via a cooler, a burner. Right. What else? I'm, helicopter? What? What's next? Well, I'm, I'm really waiting for sure. the doomsday uh, device. Uh, doomsday device in case the world ends and you can charge your iPhone. <laughs> to talk you know? to <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, okay. it's, it's crazy. Okay, but this coolest cooler is... It does is, something else, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's got the built-in, it's got the built-in uh, charger, but it's also got a built-in LED light. Um, so in case you're doing all this stuff in the dark, <laughs> you can you can see the ice in the cooler, which which begs the question to me, though. So if you have all your, you know, your fruit or whatever you have in the cooler and you're making all these drinks at, at some point in time, uh, you'll have no ice in the cooler to keep your stuff cold anymore. That's a great point. <laughs> so I'm thinking someone's making an ice run somewhere, <laughs> you know. So okay, so here's the so here's it, it the breaks down problem. to be having the same old cooler. Someone's always making an ice run. Yeah. See, the, the, I, I'm ditching this. I mean, this is the leave it. Oh, it's got at, a bottle opener this too is, on there. Oh. Yeah. Of course. I feel like of there might be does. another thing that. Yeah. Why? Of course. But. I, this is one of those products that you don't leave at home, but you actually just leave in the store and you never buy it. <laughs> no, I'm bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like my, I like my things to do the thing. So like, I want my gadget to do what, what well, I'm not a big gadget fan, but I, I want simplicity. If you're a cooler, be a cooler. Don't be a cooler on steroids. Plus <laughs> try and be something you're not like, be a cooler just it's bulky. Be cool be, be cool <laughs> be it's bulky it just it doesn't it 
it almost is like it does so many other things. There's there's not enough storage capacity to do what it's intended to do, and that's to cool your food. Well, here's the thing. Let, let's let's talk practicality here, right? It's not practical. You 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 invite some friends over, right? And you got maybe a 15, 20 friends, right? And you bring out this cooler with the blender on top of it, and you start making margs. You start making margaritas, right? There is no way you're making enough margaritas for your guests with the amount of ice that's going to be in that cooler. Okay, well, here's the thing. What is charging? What? How is it being charged? Like, what's charging the USB port? What's charging the speaker? What's What's charging the... the well, it's got a battery the in crush? there. Okay, so how long does that battery last? Well, not, not hopefully, <laughs> lo- probably longer than the ice does, I'm sure. And I'm thinking you're taking ice out of that cooler in the bucket full to, to make people drinks. And then, be, the and then people see, and then people see, oh, does that guy have a blender on the beach? Is he pouring? What is that rum? I see. I mean, and then you got all the unwanted guests standing next to your cooler trying to, you know, get a get a beach cocktail from you. I mean, I, I see it as chaos. It's a, it's a good way to make money on the side. No, I see it as chaos. <laughs> and I see your time to enjoy the outdoors is completely ruined because you're making cocktails all day. You have completely transformed yourself into, hey, hey can I uh, charge my phone real quick? Uh, I want to take a picture of your cooler. No, no, I absolutely, I'm leaving it. I think it's funny. Uh, I, You know what? I'll tell you what. I would buy it as a gag gift for somebody else. What a waste of money. No, <laughs> yeah, but I'd like to see them using it. <laughs> my gift would be them on the beach making drinks for everybody. But, um, yeah, I... I I would I would buy it as a gift I think so so anyway um, that's our gadgets we want you guys to to <laughs> vote on these gadgets leave them or you're bringing it and um, I'm gonna have the complete descriptions of each product that we talked about on episode 61 on our podcast post page and um, again this podcast is hosted by blueberry.com that's B-L-U-R-R-Y.com. Just by listening to this podcast, you get one free month of podcasting with Blueberry. And if you ever have any questions about hosting your own podcast, give us an email. Send us an email. We'll be glad to uh, glad to share it with you and give you that promo code for Blueberry. All you have to do is type in Trust the Trail in the promo code and you get a free month. Um, and thank you, Blueberry.com, for hosting our podcast. Really appreciate that. Um, if you like enjoy this podcast, please give it uh, a review and make a comment on iTunes. It helps us spread our podcast love to everybody. Uh, and we want to hear on which gadget you would bring or leave. Yeah. <laughs> if you think do you need it or you leave it, <laughs> or you think it's just all plain stupid, we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you guys. So let us know just by commenting on the on the podcast po- uh, episode sixty one. Uh, and what we're going to do is if we get some good ones, we will read them next week in our podcast. Absolutely. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and then if you want to watch the Geeks Life uh, video that they did um, talking about uh, Ariana and I and the Backpacker TV, uh, go ahead and go to uh, geekslife.com. And the title of the video is Geeky Summer Gadget Guide. Geeky Summer Gadget Guide. <laughs> so... Uh, our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean, and Spotify. 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We had a, a lot of fun doing this podcast. Um, geeky gadgets for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Most of them. We're leaving. Yeah, most of them were leaving. But some of them were very cool. I'm very excited about the reusable uh, uh, reusable energy products. I think that is, we're not, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even, I think it's going to be bigger and bigger and bigger with that stuff. So excited to see where that technology goes. So in the meantime, trust, trust the, the trail. trail. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.